Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God which we receive this afternoon is from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 32 to 37. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. And the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? So far the word of the Lord. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. Why does Jesus weep when he knows that he's about to raise Lazarus from the dead? It makes sense to the Jews. They don't question it. They understand. He loved him. Now he's dead. Then again, they don't know what Jesus is about to do. Weeping at the loss of a good friend is normal. But we know that Jesus was about to raise him from the dead. That Lazarus wasn't lost in that sense. And so to us, we might wonder. It might seem odd that Jesus is weeping just before he raises him from the dead. But then again, like a lot of things, we have a tendency not to see things the way that God sees them, do we? It's normal for us to weep at a funeral because we have lost someone we love. That is to say, we weep because of the effect of death, that it has separated us from someone we love. But God doesn't weep at the effect of death. God weeps at the fact of death. And the cause of death, which is man's sin. God sees things differently. He weeps because death is the ultimate example, the ultimate symbol of what we have done to ourselves. The sin that has infested us. He weeps over what has happened to this these people whom he created in his image. The other week I happened to run across an article <clears throat> about, uh, that a woman wrote talking about how when she was a little girl, one evening she got in trouble. And the next morning she woke up and it was raining outside. She was very disturbed by this because she thought that God was crying over what she had done the night before. She ran to her father, and her father reassured her that the rain is not God crying over your sin, but actually a blessing from God, the water coming down to water the earth and cause the plants to grow so that we might have good things to eat. Her father, of course, was right. Rain is a blessing from God. Nevertheless, it is true that God does weep over our sin. 
In Psalm 78, verse 40, the psalmist describes how God's heart was broken by the rebellion of his people in the wilderness, who time and time again would not listen to him. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. The word that is translated grieve there means to deeply wound. It's actually the same word that God uses in Genesis 3.16 when he's talking to the woman and he says, in pain you will bring forth children. The same word is used for childbirth. God uses for the pain of the rebellion of his people. And again, in Job, the word is translated to destroy. God's heart is broken over the rebellion and the sin of his people. In Isaiah 22, verse 4, God himself expresses the same sorrow. Once again, <clears throat> because his people have forsaken him, this time, many years later, having sinned against him and rebelled against him, they've been taken off into Babylon. And God says, look away from me, for I will weep bitterly. Do not labor to comfort me because of the plundering of the daughter of my people. Here God isn't referring directly to the sin itself, but the effect of the sin. As he does later in Jeremiah 14, 17. Let my eyes flow with tears night and day and let them not cease. For the virgin daughter of my people has been broken with a mighty stroke, with a severe blow. God himself allowed the Babylonians to come and take the people of Israel away. He allowed the destruction of Jerusalem as punishment for the people because of their sin. He allowed it in order to save the remnant because he knew that if the sin continued, there would be none left. And so in his mercy, he punished them that he might save the remnant and through the remnant might bring forth the Christ to save all people. He punished his people, but even as he punishes them, he weeps for the need of that punishment, for the sin that they show. John eleven thirty five 35 in our text is famous as the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. It's also often used to prove that Jesus was true human. That's true. The physical act of crying uh, is a human thing. God is not a physical being. He doesn't have literal eyes. He doesn't cry literal tears, of course. So the, the physical crying is a human thing. But we're very much mistaken if we think the emotion is only human and not also divine. Face to face with death, the bitter consequences of man's sin, it is the divine man, Christ Jesus, Emmanuel, the God among us who weeps. Not over, not over the consequences of death, but over the fact of death and what caused that death. Jesus stands here as a God who became man. As God, he is cut to the heart. As man, that emotion is expressed with physical tears. Jesus weeps. 
He weeps as the God who hates sin and has come to earth to destroy both sin and the effect of sin upon us. He weeps for men who must suffer and die because of what we have done. He weeps for the unbelief of those who surround him even then. He weeps as the good shepherd for the lost sheep. But he doesn't stop with the weeping, does he? The account doesn't end there with the death of Lazarus and God weeping. He came to do something about it. He came to the tomb of Lazarus not only to weep, but to do something about it. And he calls out with the voice of God, and he who was dead comes forth alive. God weeps over our sin. But he doesn't stop there. Just as he came to the tomb of Lazarus, he comes to us in the person of Christ Jesus and dies upon the cross and suffers in our place to do something about it. To deliver us from death. To call us out of sin. To give us life through his name. Genesis chapter 6, verse 6. The Lord was soaring that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Same word again. Brokenhearted. The people of Noah's day certainly weren't sorry for their sin. They certainly weren't grieved or ashamed of what they had done. They bragged and boasted about their sin. Each one proving that he could be more sinful than his neighbor, but God weeps over their sin. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday and saw the city of Jerusalem before him, he weeps for the city. Not for the buildings, but for the people. Knowing what their stubbornness would cause them. Knowing the grief and the sorrow that would come to them because they would not accept the life he came to bring. He weeps for us too because of our stubbornness, because of our broken relationships, because of our pride, because of our anger, because of the many things we have done to ourselves and to others, because of our sin. But he does something about it, doesn't he? He came to die in our place. When the crowd sees Jesus weeping at the tomb of Lazarus, they proclaimed, see how he loved him. And of course they were right. They didn't understand correctly the reason Jesus was weeping. They didn't even understand what Jesus had come to do for them. They understood that tears are a sign of love. We don't weep for strangers. We weep for those whom we love and whom we will miss. Jesus, God, weeps for those he loves. It was love that caused Jesus to weep at the death of Lazarus. It was love that caused God to be brokenhearted in the time of Noah. It was love that caused God's heart to be opened with grief at the rebellion of the children of Israel. And it was love, beyond anything we can understand, that caused him to become man come to us 
to live among us, to die for us. They don't correctly understand the reason, but they understand the motivation. It was because the incarnate God, the man Christ Jesus, loved us that he wept for Lazarus and for us. But even while God wept and was cut to the heart, he did not only weep, but suffered and died for us. The death of Christ is the result of our sin, not his. But it was love that caused him to come. Love that sent him to the tomb to give us life. In love, God weeps over our sin. In love, he gives us life. In Jesus' name, amen. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.